0: Welcome to Mohani Love Show. Today we have Miss Karen Skillings. Karen, let's talk about it. Awesome.
1: So, mm -hmm. go ahead. (laughs) Um, So, your topic today was about spirituality in today's world. Yes. Which I think is the most exciting topic there is to talk about, really.
0: There's so much Um, spirituality. awareness
1: yes growing every day i believe oh yeah more and more i did a a course in spiritual direction several years back and um what it focused on for two years was the the connections what what world religions had in common faith Mm -hmm. groups had in common and it was life-changing for me really Mm mm-hmm It helped me um, to understand, to move away from the world of religion, Mm -hmm. to to step aside from the world of religion and move into spirituality in the sense that um, that religion sometimes is separating us against them. We believe this, they believe that. We're right, they're wrong. Those kinds of things can happen. Yes. Um, And that causes, you know, historically wars and great splits in families and between spouses even. Whereas um, the focus in spirituality is about what unites us. And really at the core of all of those belief systems, it's about um going to our within sacred space. And what we find there is the infinite, the source, God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who is the energy of love. And, and the world is beginning to understand energy much more. Um, And if we can just hold on to that one uh, belief that God is the energy of love, it can transform every one of us.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I I really believe you. And you know what? I noticed that
0: I don't think many of us are educating ourselves enough about
1: spirituality. Mm -hmm. See, we're listening. You know, I think think, um, we can be brought to spirituality in many different ways yes Um, one is through profound grief or suffering from whatever case the case may be and we get to the point where we recognize the world has really not very much to offer us when we're in that deep place of of suffering and we we then turn to our hearts um just out of preservation perhaps and i think when we for myself When I found myself there after the death of my husband, um, it really, it it, it helped me in many ways. One is it became much more clear to me that each one of us is a spiritual being on a physical jaunt, let's say. We're just here for a short time. We're here for a lot, lots of learning, lots of enjoyment, um, lots of opportunities in the physical life. But truly, at our essence, we are spiritual beings. And when we can remember that, we treat ourselves and others very differently. Mm. Um, When I'm in touch first thing every morning with the fact, the truth, that I am a spiritual being, it helps me to not pay quite so much attention to all the chatter and the noise that's going on in the external world. I can keep myself grounded there. And moreover, when I am grounded there, I experience myself as a spiritual being and that helps me experience you as a spiritual being. And when I see myself and others as spiritual beings, all creatures, Mm -hmm. um, one spark of the divine flame, one wave of the divine ocean, then the divine in me recognizes the divine in you and oh my god how can it be better than that is it
0: kind of like um they call them tribes but like attracting people like
1: oneself do you know i I believe that like does attract like and that when we're on whatever vibration we're at we're going to attract (laughs) people and situations that are like that and i i sent you a copy of this um map consciousness level and it's about the energy vibration scale Mm -hmm. and i use this to check myself anytime that i'm uh, functioning lower than say 200 on the vibration scale so that is in the energies or the emotions of anger hate um fear guilt shame Mm -hmm. shame is so huge i think especially among women in our society then um I'm just not operating at my best self, but what I'm vibrating at is going to put me on on that street and I'm going to be on the street of (laughs) that level of vibration. Whereas going to my heart center, I can bring myself up to the levels of joy and peace and love and compassion. And I attract all kinds of different people and experiences into my life when I'm there.
0: So when when you when you your husband passed, how long did it take you? What were the stages that you went through
1: mentally? Well, you know, I've I've taught nursing for years and I taught end of life care and death and dying in the five stages. And when I went through it myself, I had a huge awakening because those five stages didn't exist
0: for me because so <laughs> of the experience
1: yes yes when I what I really learned the important thing I learned is that um, I learned about ways to help patients because my career is nursing um help patients and families around death and dying but what I never learned in all of my research and teaching was that how to heal from grief and, and I I um ended up writing poems just to survive his passing I he had been dying for quite some time and we both thought that I was ready he was definitely ready and I was shocked by the level of grief that I had and suffering after he passed and did you
0: identify the, your grief
1: do you know did I you wear I a was, mask the reason why I was I'm drowning in it I okay. couldn't wear a mask I was okay. crying all the time I couldn't I couldn't go to people's places or out for lunch or anything because I was just crying all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, what I realized, I started writing. I started writing poetry, which is in this book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I learned, I healed in that process. And what I learned was that for healing to occur, we need to not just drown in our emotions and thoughts, which is what we do especially in Western societies, I believe, you know, I think we're all women, too, women sure. more than men. What I learned is that by sitting down and writing what was in my heart and sometimes for a poem, most times just one line will come and I sit down and I write it and then more comes and more comes and then I read it to see what it is that I've learned about myself.
0: Mm-hmm. But it was
1: the act of writing mm-hmm. that got me deeper than thoughts and feelings and helped me identify what was actually the key issues for me. And that is what um, Eckhart Tolle talks about transmutation of Mm -hmm. suffering. And what happens is when you bring, shine the light of your awareness on that, on there, not on your thoughts and feelings, that brings it to the surface. And it just naturally heals. Love anything after that just takes the decision to sit down and for me it's writing I don't know if there's another way but it's writing it's and I've I've posted my poetry online in and some Facebook groups that I belong to and people have said one it's helped them with grief that they have not dealt with in 20 years because they could not find their words and the poems did that for them and then they started writing and for me it was within I would say within weeks like less than a month that i went from being a basket case to being able to stand up and walk <laughs> you know i have a question and I,
0: I don't want it to pull on any sensitive strings that you may mm-hmm. have but what was your first poem that you wrote
1: um, you i had or... i had gone through a very traumatic divorce and okay. I mean, I mean, when your husband passed also.
0: Oh, when my husband passed? You could do the divorce and that one. Because you know divorce is big now, Miss
1: Karen. Loss, loss (laughs) of any sort, whether it's, um, so this was the poem that helped me move forward. It's called Shipwrecked. Okay. My husband and I were sailors. I finally understand this grief. It's not just that I've lost my first mate. The whole damn ship has gone down. The floor upon which I could plant and move my feet. The sides that tucked me in and kept me safe from dangerous seas. The keel that stabilized my life. The rudder that kept me true to course. The lines that let me fill my sails with joy. The berth that offered a place of rest. The whole damn ship went down. First the shock of the deep cold water. Now the endless dog paddle sometimes head above the seas but often swamped by rogue waves no shore insight. wow that was a pivotal moment in my healing wow yeah beautiful thank you wow. I think many people resonate with it and no matter what the loss is whether it's a spouse through death or divorce or whether it's a job or a relationship with their children over different beliefs around vaccinations there's many many um, layers levels of suffering It's, it's, you're you're very interesting
0: to me because um, May 15th of last year, we actually was taking care of our dad at home and he passed away. My mother just lost her husband, Mm -hmm. you know, they were together since 17 years old and they're 77. So um, I know that you wrapped up in each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very inspirational for her. That's why your book, please hold your book up again. We could get a great look at it. Love Lost New Life. And I love the feather because you know feathers. It's about writing
1: and it's about the spiritual connection of feathers. Feathers, yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I find them all the time.
0: Wow. So mm. um how do you do you reach out and help others when it with healing? Are you doing any like outreach
1: with that? Do you know? Um, I I start my day with going to my center and connecting with the divine and saying yes whatever you want for me today I say yes
0: use you as a vessel basically
1: and you know yes and and I just go out into the day not knowing who's or what's coming but I know it's going to be good. (laughs) And and don't you notice whenever you start your day
0: off that way, you always connect some way. Something happens during
1: your journey, right? Yes. And don't worry if you don't think you connected in a way. I got to tell you, I had a a friend who um, was suffering and I, I knew to a degree, but I didn't know to what degree. And I was walking past her one day. She was sitting playing at the piano and I just reached I just bent over and I kissed her on the face. And then I carried on and I thought, why did I do that? We don't have that friendship. I don't friendship. know why. That was the spirit. Some years after- later, she told me that she had planned the suicide, a murder suicide for that night. Um, she had a son who was suffering immensely from chronic illness. And she was at the end of her rope. And the plan that night was to overdose herself and her son to put them both out of their misery. And that one kiss that just came to my mind and I just did it Mm -hmm. and carried on. And (laughs) that saved her. Uh, And I just, you know, I, I never knew that for years and it just, it just taught me something. Just do it. We never know how we're supposed to be used unless we open up. You know, and that brings another point. And that is that what are you listening to? I was, you know, got a very scientific background, teaching nursing, being a nurse, intensive care unit nursing, we can listen to our brains all day long, thinking, Mm -hmm. thinking, thinking, monkey mind, and we can take our direction from what comes from there. And it's many times not all that very helpful. Mm -hmm. If we start opening our heart center, and making friends there, and resting there, sitting there, we become very attuned to our intuition, our inspiration. That's where it comes from, that wisdom, that still small voice. And it is very quiet voice. I spent years hearing the still small voice and logic would kick right in and say, mm, you're going to look stupid if you do that, etc. Or that doesn't make any wow, sense. That voice. Often what the still small voice said, yes. tells you isn't going to make sense. Yes. But I've learned, I've learned to you amplify. Learn to listen. Absolutely. That's when great things happen. That's when adventures can happen. It's awesome.
0: Exciting. And and you have to make sure that the information that you're receiving into your brain center, isn't too much of a whole bunch of other stuff. Exactly. I mean, exactly. With, with women, that's a habit. Like, you know, um, with, with, with loss, you start to reach out, you find yourself doing so, I mean, my, my I only have one daddy, but they were together for so long i'm used to going over hey talking to him and you know and Absolutely. that was like oh, you yeah. know and and you try to put on a happy face
1: because mm. you know that's that's what yeah. people
0: are more acceptance of Sure, sure, but that's not what's going on that's you're not so healing well. right
1: no. and there's no healing there I sent you a poem that I wrote uh, the other day called Oh, Time I love the spa. spa. Yes, Can I read that it too? Yes,
0: please read Just
1: it. Just because it's about me. It.
0: Loved it. Mm-hmm.
1: Going within to sacred space is like going to the spa. Step out of that noisy world of mind. Sink into the hush of heart space where the masseuse is trusting and loving. The space is still, warm, safe, intimate. You arrive tense, tired stiff and sore, suffering etched on your face. Your exhalation is a sigh. Ah, You are welcomed here, accepted, cared for with deepest love, compassion, respect. No expectations of you here. You can just get naked, be you, Mm -hmm. be real. Let everything go, relax, unplug, unwind. You will leave your visit transformed, loosened, limbered deeply healed loved ready to take up life again already booking your next appointment
0: nice
1: i love it i love that's what spirituality is
0: wow how would you how would you tell someone how they can heal after Mm. loss and the reason why i ask that because you've done a great job i'll tell you something that what i did um, (laughs) this is how I gauge how we've healed but you know myself my mother my sister I do it with pictures so I looked at the pictures and how we looked during taking care of Mm. him after he passed Mm. and then I look at us now and you I'm like wow yes I can see the healing but see, this is the thing. I see the healing from the outside. Did we really heal from the inside? You know, mm. they say, if you heal from the inside, it shows on the outside. It's real. Mm. You,
1: you know what I mean? But So I think there's three ways that people in our society anyways deal with right. suffering. And one is to escape it and avoid it at all costs. So you see these people, they will watch TV for days and days they will escape into books. They will escape by shopping, um, drinking. There are all manner of ways of escaping. It doesn't work. It's still there. Another way of dealing with suffering that I see, especially in nursing, is people who identify so much with their suffering that it becomes their identity. Mm-hmm. Um, these are people who identify themselves as mourners of that's their vocation. They become lamenters. Mm-hmm. Not, not much joy there. <laughs> the what? energy of lamenting is not uplifting to yourself or others. So there is a third way, and that is by shining the light of your attention, your awareness, your consciousness on your issue. Mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle does a fabulous job of teaching us how to do this. Yes. Wow. Because I know. And, and for me, it's writing. It's getting below. That's what you said, theories. writing. Get to so the
0: that's, root. Your out. that's your outlet. But it comes that's the when way I that, that I
1: can. That's the way that I can. Const- that's the way that I can examine what's okay. really going on. And you know what often is going on for suffering uh, when we're suffering? It's because we don't have things that are crucial for us. And what are those things that are crucial for us? Love. Um, Belonging, worthiness, mm -hmm. security, Mm -hmm. a sense of meaning in life. And my husband wasn't the source of those things. What I learned was the divine, what I was searching for when I lost those things with my husband. I could go within the divine, is actually the ultimate source Mm -hmm. of all of those things a sense of being beloved, being worthy being cherished it starts with you it starts with Mm -hmm. us
0: Mm -hmm. and even even in relationships with everyone your mother yourself your sister your family your friends it's a certain amount of love you have to have for yourself I believe Mm -hmm. absolutely and and I think I think we
1: lose that along the way sometimes we start the way to get there Way to get there is visit <laughs> your heart center. So a really easy way to do that, get out of your mind, is to use what I call four by four breathing or six by six breathing. Okay. Have you heard of this? No. So do you want to try it? Yes. It's so easy. So, you know, there you are. You find yourself monkey minding. Mm-hmm. Your mind is just swirling. All over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Immediately, you can drop into four by four breathing. So that's breathing into the count of four to three, four, pause for the count of four, two, three, four. Exhale to the count of four, two, three, four. And pause for the count of four. So do it again. So in breath, two, three, four, pause. And now drop into your heart center. Close your eyes. Drop into your heart center. This allows your mind to calm and relax. Mm-hmm. this allows all the busyness of the world to just melt away mm-hmm. bring yourself there use your breath to keep yourself there you find yourself down in your heart space in a very still and sacred space and there you are and there is the divine there is the source
0: now can i have you record that so i can do that every time your voice think so we just relaxed. did that
1: we just did that <laughs> it's so relaxed that is where healing is that is where love is that's where wisdom is that's where inspiration is feeling in my head that's where intuition is wow wow it's there in one breath
0: and that now the thing is to remember to do that Mm -hmm. habit so so
1: every day how to do that put an elastic band on your wrist I just every every time you notice it go there and just go there for a few breaths. You don't have to stay for a 20-minute meditation. Just go there for a few breaths as often as you can for the I first week. I feel really
0: different. I mean, uh-huh. I'm being, audience, I'm being honest. Wow. It's a feeling. And there's some. Cares, if you, what about make it a habit? Do it before bed. Do it in the middle of the day. Do it
1: in the morning. And cut everything the key, off. key times are first thing before I get out of bed. Last thing before I go to sleep. Those are key times for me. I want to bookend my day there. And then as many times as I need in the day. And as soon as I find myself a little bit off kilter, if I am not feeling joyful or compassionate and loving, then the answer is to go there. There's several tools for spiritual practice. One, one of the really valuable ones I found was, and this was from Connie Hubener, the mm-hmm. Divine Mother. It's called... Um, divine softening. I was stressed about something and I contacted a friend and she said, soften your heart. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, that is in one breath. It changes everything, changes your vibration entirely. So just soften your heart space, take a deep breath, soften deeper, Mm -hmm. take a deeper breath, soften deeper. I'm just reading the Tao of Willie Nelson. Mm -hmm. It's all about Using deep breath in your heart space. Breathing. Breathing. The physical act of breathing. That's life. Yeah, that is life. life. Exactly. Another is if you've got an issue with someone, and perhaps you do. (laughs) Most of us (laughs) do. (laughs) You can use the the powerful tool of divine love. So accept the tool of divine love. Accept divine love for yourself. And then direct divine love to that person Uh and maybe maybe breathe 10 breaths sending the vibration of divine love to that person i'll tell you 24 hours later get back to me about how that transformed you
0: wow you know that that's a that's a great technique and i also use um (laughs) when i when i'm going through something like that with somebody I've mastered on how to keep my insides all love, mm. even though I have mm. things coming out of here. I mm. say, well, why'd you do that? But my insides, I believe our heart, our stomach, like all of these things are connected. Mm. And mm. vibration comes from using these. So the whole chakra system. Yeah, absolutely. And, you absolutely. know, radiate. I mean, it's so funny. If we looked at each other like cartoon characters and we really knew that when we got angry, you know how the cartoon character get angry and it's a big green or fireball. And the yeah, other yeah. person. You know, <laughs> if we really could do that, we would be more careful. Well, I don't know. Probably, I mean, I would think to use that as a an example for a person who wouldn't understand what we're talking about to give them a vision how we really could hurt each
1: other. You know, I I can see energy in certain situations. And I was in a classroom and two of my classmates were engaging really angrily with each other. And from where I was sitting, against the light wall where they were sitting, these clouds of black energy were coming off both of them. And they were just, it was just crashing into these these clouds were crashing into each other but not only that the folks who were sitting in their general area were it was these black clouds were just descending on them as well and I think one of the payoffs about choosing to live spiritually is that when we go to our heart center regularly and we get grounded there and we live from there we bring our best selves
0: everywhere we go yes we do Yes, we do, and we attract our best selves. And the reason why I say we attract our best selves is because we'll see that good self of ours in others.
1: Absolutely, the divine. Did you get that? That sounds like divine. a little tongue-tying
0: thing, but You, your whole day, and I've done it. I just like um, I used to I used to walk every day to the corner, like six blocks ago, but the weather was mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. to this big church just to pray and walk back home. Mm-hmm. I did this mm-hmm. every, I didn't even know how this system was created. It was something just like you kiss your mm-hmm. friend, you know what I mean? Just something was guiding me to do this every Absolutely. morning. I did throw in there, you know, why are you had of God? Could I drop a couple of pounds? He will never believe that. You know, he'll help with that too. Well, Absolutely. The I mean,
1: desires of your heart.
0: Right? But look, I was doing the work though. I was walking. Absolutely. See, it goes hand in hand. Sure you got to do the work. Sure it does.
1: You, know. you got to step out.
0: Yes. And it's love. Love right. is the beginning of everything and why we do the things we do. Even mm-hmm. if you're a mean person, you love being mean. I'm just saying love starts with
1: everything. You know, that's another piece of big learning for me is I used to think that the opposite of love was hate Mm -hmm. and I've learned that the opposite of love is fear Mm -hmm. and that has been pivotal in my life because when I see myself or others behaving in ways that is the opposite of loving and I interpret that as that they're coming from a place of hatred then that moves me in a whole path around being judgmental wanting to stay away from them, perhaps maybe getting even with what they've said or done to me, et cetera, a whole negative thing. When I recall, when I remember that their behavior is coming from fear, Mm -hmm. that creates a whole different stream for me. Suddenly I am able to access energies of compassion. I want to hear their story. I want to listen and understand. I feel compassion for them. It takes us in a whole different space. Mm-hmm. That's that's just pivotal
0: for me. And you have to know when it's time for you. Do you do you believe being sometime shutting yourself out from the world mm-hmm. is a good thing to do to gather yourself, maybe like once a week. Going to the spa. <laughs> yeah, going to the spa, yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I just you know, it's uh, when I was good. in the spiritual direction course, I, I was introduced to um, silence oh. to silence, having silence for 12, 24, 48 hours. It's addictive. It's fabulous. <laughs> it's everything. Off. Fabulous.
0: <laughs> yeah, but sometimes, you know, like we talk about that little voice. I've been silent and I'm like, nope. I'll be talking to myself, nope, don't want to hear anything right now unless it's something mm. really good. So, but I always yeah, keep yeah. a pen because I'm a writer mm-hmm. also. So you start to get sure, affirmation. Sure. I had an affirmation that it, it, it came to me <laughs> and it was um, make sure when it's your turn, your story adds up. Oh. And I'm like, what did I, what did I do? But I think it could have had some little, I don't know if it was a like a religious affirmation, like when it's your turn to pass Mm. on, it's your turn. Make sure your story add up. So maybe, I I know, but I took it as do good deeds so your story Mm. add up to all good. Mm. Or all those bad things that you out there, this this is for the people that's doing things they know they're not supposed to do. When it's time, you know, if you're not, maybe it'll help them fix it. So then when it's time for their story to match, it'll be like, okay, we saw you did this, but you fixed that and now you're here, you know. So Was I it Gandhi?
1: Gandhi yes. that said, "Be the change you want to see in the world." Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have so many people just like you're
1: being the change you want to
0: see. I'm being the change I want to see.
1: Well, we just need more people to hop on a bandwagon. You know. Do you know. I think step one in that process is being aware aware of contrast, mm. being aware of the things you don't like, the things that irritate you, et cetera. It's a really important step, but it's only step one, and unfortunately many people, I mean, it's all over the news, get stuck there. And that's, <laughs> that's their life. Is about the things that they're fighting against. Yes, You all sings a song called, um, I just can't think of the name of it right now, but she talks about don't give your energy to things that you don't want to have be a part of. Um, I just can't remember it. Anyway, so step one is to be aware, become aware of, of what it is that's dissonant for you, things that you that don't fit for you. And then the next step, really, really important, is to get clear on what it is you do want. Mm -hmm. And then go from there. Because that's where you, when your energy, wherever your energy is, what's going to multiply. So if your energy is all on things that are disturbing to you, that's what you're going to keep noticing in the world. It's like when you buy a new Prius, every car on the road you see is a Prius. Yes, yes, (laughs) It's the same thing. You're right. And every, that's a great example. Everybody have experienced that. So shift, shift to, to what it is you do want and go to your heart center and desire it there. Go there, go there, go there.
0: I've recently, I would say I've, i I've, I've done that many of times and then you, you fall off course. I've fallen, but sure. I brought myself back recently and it, feels amazing it's so true. what I'm doing now is trying to hold it there so I'm, I'm doing a little mm-hmm. competition with myself like if you could mm-hmm. do it you get a prize so I constantly <laughs> listen to, I, I could talk to people and if something said that I'm like nope no nope, uh-uh I don't want I don't want hear about that and I mm-hmm. I was just speaking to a friend um yesterday and I said to him listen you got to treat negative people like a disease that can jump on you when you get it right away and he's like what I said you know what I mean If they say something you don't like and it's something that doesn't work for you and they don't want to stop, I got to go buy, click, run from them. And you know what?
1: Before you do that, you can give them one gift Mm -hmm. send divine light to them. Oh, send divine love to them. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. They're hurting, right? People that are saying hurtful things, what's inside is what comes out. Mm -hmm. So people that are saying hurtful, painful things, they've got hurt and pain inside. So be compassionate. don't be judgmental be compassionate right everybody is suffering they really are not everybody look because we got it right
0: (laughs) and I know um like I know a woman who not only did she lose her job she went through a divorce she never received therapy from neither they happened together boom boom she never received therapy and If I even call or talk to her, her hello is snappy. Mm. She's just snappy. Mm. And the last time I spoke to her and she was snappy, I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't go over there. Stay where I'm at, because I'm happy. Mm. And Mm. then she said, okay, it changed her. Mm. And I said, okay, whenever I talk to her, I have to do that. And you know, a lot of times I always have to use these little voices like, yes, and and it makes a It wakes a person up like,
1: okay. Take her to her heart space. That's where she's going to find that she's loved, that she belongs, that there's security there. She is worthy. And Mm. maybe those things are a little bit, you know, tremulous for her right now. That's where she's going to find it. Now, when you say heart space,
0: I understand how to reach my heart space. If you was explaining to someone how to reach their heart space, how would you explain it?
1: I would say breathe. Breathe. Focus on Visualize. your breath, focus on your breath, close your eyes, focus on your breath. And when you're focusing on four by four breathing, very deliberate, intentional breathing, it allows your monkey mind to rest and calm. Mm-hmm. It allows the external world to melt away. Use that, use that four by four breath. When you get to a pause section, use that opening to drop down into your heart space and put your hands on your heart space, mm-hmm. breathe into your heart space, Soften the edges of your heart space to deepen it. Breathe again. Khalil Gobran in one of his poems, and I can't remember which one because I'm of the age now, talks about that deep, deep well that is, um, that has held your suffering mm-hmm. is also the cup that holds, will hold your joy. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. It's the self same thing. So go there, soften the edges of your heart and soften with a breath, and then breathe more deeply with your next in breath. Soften again and deepen, open and soften and deepen. Just being there in that stillness, just being present there Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is all you need to do.
0: Wow. What? This is beautiful. This is what the world needs. Yes. Um, could you share your website and your book again for the audience you know i don't my have website. a website <laughs> well i will i will you will be on my website so mohanilove.com would be if you would like to get in touch with um karen and
1: this is her book karen Skilling. okay so um people are welcome to call me to email me on my personal email you can give it if you want skillings kr at gmail.com so that's s-k-i-l-l-i-n-g-s-k-r at gmail.com and i continue to write poems um mm. i think that that is how spirit speaks through me mm-hmm. and i do have a an email distribution list so anyone that would like to be on that list as i i write and share your i'd be thrilled to to share poems with you
0: well they can get it from what's the li- what's the email that's the same email same email yeah okay. just let me
1: know can I read you a little bit about what I think it means, means to be about spiritual this is a poem called more than the crockery I sent it to you the uh, other day. yes yeah it spoke to me it says have you seen soup kitchen crockery so very many bowls and each piece unique some are works of art others are just plain every day such a range of personalities, from bright and cheerful to dark and dowdy. Some are wide and shallow, others are deep wells. Some are still new, others have had the love shined right off them. We get so caught up in the crockery, meaning our external experiences, appearances. Right? We all have our favourites, but when we're famished, starving for nourishment, like your friend who has had so many griefs, we do well to shift our attention into the richness of what every bowl contains, every, each one of us. Mm-hmm. What are we here for? We are all bowls. We are offering fragrant, soul-comforting soup. Each of us a container of what truly feeds the other. Let us focus our awareness there. Let us give and receive the nourishing, nourishing richness our crockery contains. Beautiful
0: there we are. Thank you so much. And I have a question before we close it out. If you can rid the world or people of something, what would it be? Unworthiness. Their Mm -hmm. belief, their
1: belief in their unworthiness. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you. The belief that they are not loved. The big lie. Um, Yes. The truth of awareness is I am loved. I am the beloved. I am whole. I am eternal. I am loved.
0: Thank I am you. Worthy. Thank you, Carrie.
1: It's been my pleasure. You.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy your day.
1: Have a fabulous day.